Hi, and welcome to Joyful Projects, where we explore the secret to real excellence when we're transforming our ideas into a reality. <laughs> what most of us call a project, right? When we have an idea, and then we make it real. Hey, I'm Paul Armstrong. And if you're in the role of doing a project, or more, more importantly, if you're in the role of leading a project team to transform what's just an idea today into a reality tomorrow, then this podcast is for you. Because so I'm sharing what I've had the blessing to learn over a lot of years from being on a lot of teams. And you know what? You're going to hear a lot that echoes what you'll find in project management books. But here's the reason why this is a little bit different, okay? And the real reason I like sharing what I've lear- learned. Yeah, I found that really understand and apply what truly accomplishes ideal projects. It's founded in what I believe is the truth, namely God's word. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take Sunday's message and apply it to Monday mission. Okay, I think you're going to find it a refreshing, helpful way, especially if you are a believer who happens to find themselves in the role of leading a project. Okay, hey, I'm delighted you've tuned in. It'd be great if you subscribe, uh, sharing and commenting on the podcast, always helpful to me. And if you're new, if this is your first time, you might want to go back to the beginning. This is a series. Uh, we're on podcast number 20 right now, episode 20. But if you just want to know more about me, go to enablyjoy.com. Right now, let's get moving. Like I said, this is episode 20. We've been working our way through the journey of an ideal project. If you remember, I-D-E-A-L. Each of them having three steps. We are on A, okay? We only have L after this. So the last episode, what did we talk about? We talked about ACT, Okay. Now, in this episode, which is going to be strongly linked to episode 21, we're going to talk about achieve. And in episode 21, we're going to talk about accomplish. Wow, they sound kind of the same, don't they? Okay, achieve. What we're going to focus on in this one is what we call the tangible aspect. Okay, face it, you're doing a project. You're going to build the house. You're going to create something that (laughs) I say you can drop it on your toe, right? You can drop it on your toe. It's what... It's the idea that now is a reality. You can see it, touch it. It exists, okay? That's what we achieved. We achieved transforming that idea into this reality. That's awesome. But what we're going to see is in an ideal project, that's what we call the necessary part. If you don't make that transformation, you didn't do do your job, okay? You actually did not do a project. But we're going to look at next time, accomplish. If you think back to something I talked about way up early, said, we're going to treat this like a process. And we're using a process that was defined by W. Edwards Deming. It's, the acronym is S-I-P-O-C, if you remember. And it's pronounced SIPOC. Basically, it says that you start with the supply. You have some goods coming in, and then you have an input. An input. And that input then is transformed through a process. That's why there's a P in the middle. I, I like the word transform myself into an output. Raw material gets transformed into a finished product, okay? And and that's the output. The output is the, what you can drop on your toe. That's the physical, tangible creation, okay? But then there's a C on the end of that, and it only stands for customers. I like to call it outcome because it's the impact you had on the customer. It's the impact you had on society. It's the experience that you had for the team itself, okay? So it's, It's the intangible part. So today we're going to talk about achieve. We achieve an output. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about accomplishing an outcome. So, well, of course we know we want to achieve it. Okay. We know that there's going to be hard work 
a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears to transform this idea into this physical reality. And, and so we know right off the bat that we're leaning heavily on, on like Proverbs in Proverbs 10, you know, that a slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. The child who gathers in summer is prudent. The child who sleeps in harvest brings shame. Or like in chapter 13, the appetite of the lazy craves and gets nothing while the appetite of the diligent is richly supplied. So here we are. We've got our team. And our job is to keep them on the track of, of the diligent, right? Of the diligent. Isn't that a great word? Diligent. So how do we maintain diligence on our project? It's very commonly done with what a lot of folks call the project dashboard, right? It's the field of project controls where we looked at how close are we on schedule? How close are we on cost? What's schedule variance? Cost variance? What's earned value? You know, what's earned to date? What's estimated time to completion? That's a field unto itself. I'm not going to go into the science of project controls. But I do want to talk about this concept of, of dashboard. It's a common used term. Think about the dashboard of your car, okay? Speedometer, gas gauge, indicator lights, whether or not the engine's hiccuping. What do we use it for? We use it to make sure that we're going to be able to finish a trip, right? That's, that's what it's really for, that when we're in the middle of driving, we're looking down at that odometer and we say, okay, we got so many more miles to go. And okay, my car's got enough gas to be able to go this speed. And I know that most of our cars now have a navigation system, and, and that's probably a better metaphor for what we need as project leaders, right? Like, where do we need to go? Given the state that we're in now, given the status that we're at now, given the money that we've spent now, where do we need to go? And so we're always looking ahead as project leaders. Yeah, yeah, we have the weekly status meeting, but what's the purpose of the status meeting? To to sort of get our dead reckoning for here's where we are now. That compared to where we need to go is what we need to lead from, right? If you remember, we talked at one point about goal setting, you know, way up early in the in the D parts. And we talked about clear goals. And the R for C-L-E-A-R, clear goals, stood for refinable. So in the achieve part of leading the project, what we're talking about is your job as a leader to maybe refine various goals about what you need to achieve. Maybe you need to change a specification. Maybe you need to change a timeline. Maybe you need to change a budget. And that's what makes it refinable. What you never want to get into the business of doing is thinking that the status is that I got this far and that's all I needed to know. You are always asking yourself, where do we need to be? So therefore, what do we need to do tomorrow? The other thing about achieve is that a lot of folks tend to look at, oh, look, you know, this person on my team was supposed to have this thing done by today and it's not done. And we think that to have accountability to what we achieve or not achieve, that then I just hold up that that dashboard, that scorecard and say, look, you didn't come in on time. That's not what accountability is. Accountability was built through all the rest of I, D, and E. Okay, that's when you build accountability. So don't be using your status report on how well you are achieving or not achieving and thinking that's your accountability tool. It is your scorecard. And yet people either missed it or messed it, okay? But <laughs> that's not the time. That's that's no different than an umpire calling strike. 
Okay? If you want to hold somebody accountable to how well it was pitched, then it's accountable to what happens on the mound, right? And so, so that's that's what we're taking a hard look at. Simple, simple podcast today. What I really want to set the path for is that the achieve is absolutely necessary. It gets you your output. And your job is to lead achievement. And that's a neat way to think about it, right? If you just think about leading work, okay, but you're leading achievement. And when there's not achievement, you've got to look long and hard in the mirror and say, how did I not lead? How did I fail to lead? And my guess is you're going to have to go back and say, did I, did I not have a complete initiate or indoctrinate? Did I not have a complete define or, or dialogue or discover? You need to go back because you might need to revisit the I, the D, and the E parts of this project because they set the stage. And if the stage is failing to give you the performance you need, you need to go back and reset the stage. It's a simple one today, right? Simple one. Cool thing is this is the one where the, the real science of it, you're going to find it in, in the project management books, okay, on how to how to do all the cool stuff that gives you a dashboard that accurately reflects your schedule, your cost, your quality, and, and, you know, the time to completion and how well you're burning the curve and all that good stuff. We don't need to do that here. What I want you to do is put this in one perspective and <laughs> stay tuned for episode 21 where we talk about accomplish. Meanwhile, you take care. It's been a short one. See you next time.